Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Good morning to everyone, and God bless you for being in the house of the Lord today. God bless all three of us for being in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Again, I like to acknowledge those that are streaming online. We are glad that you are here. We are leveraging technology, as I like to call it, from the Worldwide Broadcasting Center in Old Town Temecula. You never know where this atmosphere will end up through technology. And so I'm glad that I could be here, but some can't be here. But wherever you are, in the building with me, thank you for being here streaming online or even maybe catching this as an archive in weeks and months to follow this actual live service. We thank you and we're praying that God will minister to you exactly where you are when you hear and receive this service. You're in the right place. This is a great day. It's the beginning of a week and the Lord hath made this day and I will rejoice and I will be glad. Can you put your hands together? Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. The first Sunday of each month is what we call Spirit Sunday. You'll see people around the property with t-shirts on. You'll see my custom-made t-shirt. Come on, somebody. That a family blessed me. They didn't realize I said it that much, so they bought me a t-shirt. I really say it that much? Well, then come on, somebody. So you'll see all kinds of true line merchandise. Looks like they're running a special on Simply Worship t-shirts, 25% off. Amen. So again, I just want to say as a pastor, I'm glad you're here. And I got a great message for you. Why do I think it's so great? Because God gave it to me. And he told me to tell you something. And I'm excited to tell you what God said. And it's a good message. If you're able to stand with me this morning, could you stand? turning your attention to 2 Corinthians, Paul's writing, his second letter to the church in Corinth. Believers like you and I, after the day of Pentecost, they gathered together. They've been filled with the Spirit. And they are just congregating like you and I. We happen to be in Temecula. They were in Corinth. And Paul pins the words in 517 of 2 Corinthians, Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Mm. That sounds good. That feels good. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Things have become new. Why? Because I am in Christ Jesus. I am in Christ Jesus. You are in Christ Jesus. I want to bring a special message to you this morning. I want to encourage you. I want to inspire you. I want to lift you from where you've been this week with this title, Broken Crayons, Still Color. Broken Crayons, Still Color. Father, once again, I stand before your wonderful people, God, online and in person. I pray an anointing, God, a fresh fire would come from heaven this Sunday morning and would touch a family, a marriage, a life, a mind, a soul, God. And whisper in the mind's ear, Lord, that you see and you care and you're elevating. Allow me to flow in the spirit, God, that I'd speak the words of heaven that would touch the people upon earth. Let us receive a rhema. Let us receive a spoken word today, God, for every situation, for every hearer. 
Lord, that it would be so. I pray this in the name of Jesus. And if you receive it and want that, could you shout amen? Amen, amen. amen. Again, put your hands together one more time as you're seated in Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God. Broken crayons still color. Even in the desert, you can find blossoms. You can find flowers. You can find trees. And yes, even at times in the desert, you can even find shade. And there are times throughout the year that the desert can be breathtaking. It can be picturesque. But on the service, service rather, I think when we hear the word desert, you may think of something that's hot and ugly and barren and desolate, sandy and dirty. But I'm preaching to you this morning about broken crayons. They still color regardless of how they look, regardless of the size or the makeup of what it is. Broken crayons still color. In the Hebrew scriptures, the word for winter is setav. And setav simply means the season of hiding or the times of darkness. The winter is a season of darkness, a season of barrenness, a season of death. But each year, the winter ends with the coming of the Hebrew month called Nisan. It's the spring. Thank God for the spring. Nisan is the month that ends the season of darkness, that breaks the death of winter and the fresh start of a brand new opportunity. Nisan is the month when the earth begins to bear its fruit, and its flowers again will soon blossom. Warmer days lie ahead, and the sun comes out. Next Sunday is daylight savings time, and we begin to adjust our clocks as we move them forward. They spring forward, and the days become a little longer. We're coming out of a winter time. We're going into a spring, and I simply think it's just about time that we become happy again. We've been through some darkness, and we've been through some valleys, and we've been through a pandemic, and we've been through situations, but it's time to become happy again. Why? Because God said so, and the springtime is coming, and the temperature is warm. And the days are getting better. Mm, come on, somebody. Let me preach to you this morning. Broken crayons still color. We've been through a, dis a disappointment. We've been through some valleys, but we're coming out. Things are getting better. God is good. The church is still here. The power of the Holy Ghost is still relevant. Why? I think it's time to be happy again. Let's push back on sadness. Come on. You don't need to be moping anymore. Things are getting better. God said we're coming out, we're going into a time of a season of Nisan, a month of freshness, a season of goodness, a season of sunshiny days. Things are getting better, and thank God it's not just so in the weather, but it's so in the church, and it's so in our spirit, and it's so in our home, and it's so in our marriages. It's time, my friend, that somebody in the house or somebody that's watching me online, I just need to tell you, you need to get happy again. You need to realize what God wants to do and what God is doing. And God is not a God of sadness. He's a God of happiness. He's a God of joy. Nisan is the month of a new life. In fact, the word Nisan means beginning. Nisan is the month when the sacred Hebrew year begins anew. It's a brand new start. It's a fresh beginning. We are in March, March the 7th. We are approaching spring, and then following spring is the summer. 
And there are great months ahead of us in our calendar year. But I want to tell somebody here this morning that there are great months ahead of you in your walk with God and your relationship with the way that things are around you, that things will get better. We just got to hang in there. We have to have faith. We have to trust God. We have to believe God does all things well. And I'm here to tell somebody, yes, he does. Come on, someone shout back. Yes, he does. Scream it back again. Yes, he does. And those words are so powerful. When we unite our voices together as an orchestra, the power that God is great. Our voice isn't quite as strong, maybe isn't quite as energetic, isn't quite as potent when we're by ourselves. But even if it's our little voice saying, yes, he can. The value, my friend, when we come together. That's why I love to come together on a Sunday morning and get in the house of God with God's people. I can get into the worship and they can enter me into the Holy of Holies because they've come in here to worship in the Spirit of God. Whatever has happened to you this week, whatever has happened to you this month, whatever has happened to you during the pandemic, I'm here to tell you, I think it's time to be happy again. Why? Because God has everything in control and God does all things well. Someone shout amen broken crayons still color yes they do nisan is the month to which he entered jerusalem the month to which he died on the cross and he rose from death why do you think it all happened in nisan because nisan nisan excuse me is the time of new beginnings so when the messiah comes It must be a new beginning. It must be Nisan, and Nisan is the season of a new life. Maybe a new direction for someone. Maybe a new ministry. Maybe a new commitment. Maybe a new dedication. Maybe something that you haven't thought about before, but God is speaking into your heart through a message this morning that maybe you have felt broken. And maybe during this pandemic, you have felt tattered and useless, and weary, and weak. I'm here to help somebody today with a pastor's voice to tell you that it's a brand new season that we're embarking on. We are walking into a springtime relationship with God. The flowers are coming out. The sun is getting brighter. The the sky is getting bluer. And the weather is becoming picturesque and perfect in the season to which we have been living. But we as a church are coming into a brand new season, a brand new relationship with God that maybe you've been weary, and I know you have, and a lot of things has happened, happened, and COVID has changed everything and blurred the lines on what used to be normal, and we don't even know what the new normal is, and it's been so long, I forgot what the old normal was. What did it used to be? How did it used to be? I don't know. You see, there's been a lot of water under the bridge. It's been a lot of hurt. Maybe in your relationship with God this past year, March 15th of this year, will be exactly one year the last time we had our normal service. As we go into this week, a year ago would have been the last normal week that we knew about. And then everything began to change, everything began to shift. The lines become blurry. And it was for 11 weeks, I think, Pastor Mark, we did not meet in the church at all, and we streamed, and we did the best we could. 
And perhaps you did the best you could trying to stay engaged and trying to stay tethered to the worship and the preaching. And, and we tried to make the rules as we go. Tomorrow, or rather next week, will be exactly one year that this avalanche begin to tumble down the hill and crush and bury everybody. The way we go to work, the steady income, the commitment to the job, and the layoffs and the furloughs, and the church, and the shelter in place, and the self-quarantining, and all these brand new terms that they've invented during this COVID time, in this pandemic, and things have been a little bit different, but I want to preach to you this morning, and I want to remind you that we are a year into this, and God is still sustaining his church, and the people of God, we still love God, and we still trust God, and we still have faith in God, because greater is he that is in me in a pandemic, and he that is in the outside the world. Thank God I got a church I can go to. Thank God I got a community group I can lean into. Thank God I got brothers and sisters that pray on Friday for me. Thank God. Why? It's time to be happy again. I've got a lot to be thankful for. I'm still here. I'm still loving God. mm, Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Uh Uh-huh. Nissan ends the winter month. It ends our winter. The winter of our lives, the season of darkness the time of our hiding, the days of our living in the shadows, the season of our barrenness when our life can't bear the fruit it was meant to bear. We're moving into a brand new season. And life is really all about how you handle plan B. You see, before March 15th of last year, there was only plan A. We've read about persecution We know about the Roman Colosseum that we even visited in Rome, the slaughtering of Christians for sport, and the lions tearing people apart, persecution in the early church. We've heard about and we've read about persecution in third world countries, but we've had a great time in America. There has been nothing that has come between us and the American church until March of last year. Not somebody in particular, not a human body, but a pandemic a wave of fear that swept the nation and the world. And then we had to realize exactly how much do we love God? How great is God in our lives and how committed are we to God? And, and this pandemic didn't really push anybody away. In other words, it might have exposed exactly how much you love God. It's all about the plan B. How am I going to handle that? Hey, I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't know I was going to go through this valley. I know nobody told me that this would happen before the pandemic lifted. And how am I going to handle the things that are coming at me at warp speed when I didn't expect this to even happen to begin with? How do I sustain myself? How do I still make sure that my faith isn't rocked in God? How do I make sure that I still believe in God like I did before the pandemic started? How do I reconcile all this? How do I get my arms around this? Where is God in all this? And maybe that has been swirling in your mind for the last 11 and a half months, and I can understand it. In fact, to some degree, I could probably validate it. Because we're living this in real time. It's only when you look back, Brother Jim, you realize how wise you are or how foolish you are. We realize if we've done the right thing when we look back, but when you're making decisions and you're trying to live and you're trying to move forward and you're trying not to go back, in real time, it's difficult, I understand. But I want to remind somebody here this morning that broken crayons, they still color. They're still valuable. 
We don't throw out the broken crayons. We scoop them up, and in some degree, maybe we go, hey, I got two red ones now. I have double the crayons I started with after my little toddler broke them all. But they still color. They still color red. This one still colors green. How come it colors green? Because it was green to begin with. A little shorter, a little more stubbier. But it still colors the same trees green. But they're broken. No, 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 don't throw them out. Just put them in the box. Just put them back in the little Tupperware bowl and put the lid on it. We'll use them. Why? Because broken crayons, they still color. Maybe to some degree you're identifying with a crayon this morning. And you have felt maybe you've been broken. But I'm here to validate you by the voice of God that tell you you're still valuable and you're still a born-again believer and you're still needful to the kingdom and you're still needful to this church and you're still needful to your family. Yeah, you, maybe you feel broken and it's a feeling, but God's speaking power and restoration and healing back into your life this morning to tell you, yes, you still color, you're still valuable, you're still a prayer warrior, you're still a part of the church of the living God. Someone shout, yes. So come on, somebody get happy. How am I handling my plan B? I'm going to handle my plan B like my plan A. If God be for us, who can be against us? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I handle plan B the same way I handle plan A. I don't change who I am. I don't change God. I don't change my commitment. I don't change my attendance. I don't change my attitude. I go from plan A to plan B, and it's exactly the same thing when I look in the face of God. Because God knows the beginning from the ending, and if all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to His purpose. I'm going to qualify for that throughout a pandemic, and I'm definitely not going to disqualify myself and begin to look at things a little different. That's what the ungodly does. That's what the unfaithful does. That's what the unchurched does. That's what the Egyptians do. They look at things different. They can't fathom the way that we can see God and still say, you know what? Though He slay me, Yet will I serve him. God knows plan A and plan B. And if there's a plan C or X, Y, Z, trust me, honey, God already knows that. And if I get to plan W and X, I'm still going to serve God like I did with plan A. Nothing's changing in my life. Why? Because I'm trusting God. I'm staying put. I'm charting my course. And I believe that greater is he that is in me than any force outside this world or this church or my life can ever come against me. So what can I say hey broken crayons still color oh yes they do oh yes they do messiah's coming is our nissan which ends the winter of our lives and it usher in ushers in a beautiful springtime a new day a fresh start a clear vision that is the power it's the power of nissan and for those in church, it's always Nissan. It's always a springtime. It's always a beautiful day. It's always a great day. 
God is great, and we say he's greatly to be praised. We say that, we quote it, but ask yourself, how much have I leaned into that during almost a one year of a pandemic? God is great, and he's greatly to be praised. Well, did you feel like that in August? Did you feel like that in October? Did you feel like that in January? Well, maybe you felt a little broken, but I'm here to give you a word of encouragement in the Holy Ghost. Broken crayons still color. They color flowers. They color houses. They color grass. They color the beautiful sky. What are you talking about? I'm preaching to God's wonderful people this morning. Well, there is there, there will always must dwell in a season of new life and in the new beginnings, a blossoming where the winter is always over and the springtime has just begun. Next Sunday, our clocks spring ahead one hour. Getting ready for the spring. The days will be longer. There will be more sunshine for a longer period of time. The seasons change and we step into those. I'm simply trying to tell somebody here that's watching online or sitting here in person that you're stepping into a springtime in your life. The season is changing. The sun is coming out. In fact, the sun is staying out longer than it's been out for the last four or five months. The days are expanding and God's saying, hey, let me bless you. Let me show you what I've been doing while you've been in darkness. Let me show you what I've been doing while the world has been in a pandemic. Let me show you what I've been thinking about in your life. Why? Because there's coming a brighter day. There's coming a sunnier day. God has already spoken into it. All I need to do is wake up and enjoy this beautiful month and enjoy this beautiful life and enjoy this, mm, this beautiful day. Come on, can I say it again and repeat myself? I think it's time to be happy again. I think it's time to be happy again. I think it's time to let our faith release and say, hey, God's got this. Woo! 2018 changed me, 2019 broke me, 2020 opened my eyes, and 2021, I'm coming back, baby. 2021, I'm getting back on it, I'm getting back in the game, I'm coming out of the bleachers, I'm getting on the playing field, I'm scoring some points, I'm getting in the end zone. What are you talking about? I'm getting my ministry back, I'm getting my commitment back, I'm getting my second win back. It's 2020, I'm coming out, and I'm going to show the world, I'm going to show my family, this pandemic did not weaken me, but yay, it made me stronger, and my faith is bigger, and my trust in God is deeper than it was in the preceding years. Oh, someone shout, I'm coming back. back. Woo! I'm coming back. Because God's never left. I'm not only coming back to the point that I was at in 2020, I'm taking a few steps ahead deep into 2021. I'm trusting God that 2021 is going to be better than 2019. We know anything's better than 2020. I don't need to preach that. If you just wake up tomorrow morning, it's better than 2020. Woo, I woke up. Hallelujah. It's a great year. Much better, my friend. But I'm coming back. And anything that you have let down and left alone and walked away from, you need to get back to that point and move beyond that. 
Don't just get back to that point, because if you do that, you're just getting back to 2019. And I go, hey, my friend, we're living in 2021. You're still two years behind us if you just try to get back to the point where you were in 2019. You're still two years behind. No, no, you can't just say, I'm getting back to my 2019. No, I'm coming back with a vengeance. I'm coming back with faith. I'm coming back with an attitude. I'm coming back with energy. I'm coming back with strength. Why? Because I realize how great God is and how big God is. And when I look back over 2020, that opened to my eyes about a few things. I realized how much I love God. I realized how much I was committed. I realized, mm, come on. Someone put your hands together and say, come on, preach. Hallelujah. 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 Broken crayons still color. You are still valuable. This church still needs you. The kingdom of God still needs you. Why? You are valuable, but I feel broken, but you still color. I'm not naive. I've lived long enough to know that 2020 was a rough year. My head is not in the sand. I'm not living on another planet. I'm living in a real world with you. I know 2020 was horrible. And I know there have been challenges. And some of the internal battles, maybe you've lost a few of the fights. But you still color. Maybe you're not as tall as you used to be. But when that crayon breaks, it's much shorter. There's less of it, but you're still here. No matter how much you whittle down a red crayon, it still colors red. No matter how much you chop down and chew up a green crayon, at the end of the day, it still colors green. Why? Because it's green. doesn't matter. And the mission for us is to break out of the winter and out of every darkness, and bear the fruit our life was meant to bear. So I simply say this. Chin up. Breathe deep. You got this. Come on, chin up. Breathe deep. You got this. Why? Because break broken crayons still color. Broken crayons. Disheartened. Setbacks. Our family, I'm glad to have my brother-in-law with us this morning, but you know what? Death. Death will break you down. But you know what? I still preach this morning. Maybe as a broken crayon, but I can still color. I can still do what God's called me to do, and yes, you can too. If you're able to stand with me this morning, could you stand? Come on, chin up. Deep breath. You got this. Don't quit because broken crayons still color. Don't stop believing because broken crayons still color. Don't give up because broken crayons still color. Don't listen to the enemy because broken crayons still color. 
Don't lose focus because broken crayons still color. I want you to think about something for a moment as I come to a conclusion. I've left this one open for you so you could personalize it. What are you telling yourself? Don't what? And my comeback is because broken crayons still color. What word fits your scenario? What word fits your household? What word fits your marriage? What word fits your future? I'm going to allow you to customize and personalize the conclusion of my message today. Don't, because broken crayons still color. What's your phrase? What's your word? What have you battled this last year that you thought you were broken or the situation was broken? And on the surface, when something's broken, I think we just throw it out. Ah, it's cheaper just to buy a new one. And maybe the enemy's been whispering that in your ear. I'll just start over. Just try something different. Just go to another church. In fact, don't even go to church at all. It doesn't even really work. How many among us have that's been echoing in their spirit through the enemy? We wouldn't confess that. But I'm here to tell you, maybe don't listen to the enemy because broken crayon still colors. Don't entertain the thoughts from the enemy because broken crayons still color. I need you to find that word, that sentence, that phrase, and I need you in your spirit to plug it in there. And let that be the voice of encouragement to you this week. Come on, Tom. Don't be discouraged. Broken crayons don't color. Come on. Don't get a bad attitude about things because broken crayons still color. Come on. I'm still here, Tom. Don't because broken crayons. What do you got to tell yourself? You see, the Bible said in the Old Testament that David encouraged himself in the Lord. In some form or fashion, he added his own little broken crayon speech. You, you know where that came from? In the Ziklag, in 2 Samuel. David comes back with the mighty men to the camp, and the wives and the ladies and the children are gone. And David's mighty men that said, you know what? David said, oh, I wish I had a drink from the well of Bethlehem. Oh, I wish I had a rolled tacos. Oh, I love rolled tacos. And it's as if I'm done preaching and I step over here and someone says, roll taco, sir? That's the commitment they had for David. He, they, they went past the enemy lines. They, under the barbed wire fence, past the guard shack, army man style crawling, got him the water. He, they bring it to David. These are the guys that would do risk their life. And now they turned on David because their homes and their children and their wives were gone. Oh, David, you heard from God, did you? Uh-huh. 
and they circle David. And it's at that very time that's where David encouraged himself in the Lord. Oh God, what have I done? God, have mercy on me. These were mighty men, God. I'm going to die like this. This is how it ends. And somewhere in David's mind, his little broken crayon speech kicked in. David, I'm thinking David might have said, Tony, hey, God, I killed a bear. I killed a lion. I killed a Goliath. Am I still valuable? This is how it ends, God? This is how it ends? Wait a minute, David. David, David, hang on. God, you forgave me with my sin with Bathsheba. And now it ends like this? No, surely my life's not over. I've been earmarked for greatness. I've been set aside for ministry. I'm King David. I'm going to do something for the kingdom. And his little broken crayon speech began to kick in. And he told himself some things. That's the backstory, the narrative when David encouraged himself in the Lord. That's what it was going on and that's what was happening. How many among us, how many of us that are watching online say, you know what, I need a little broken crayon story because I felt that same way. Huh. Don't. Because broken crayons still color. Listen to me, mom and dad. Do not because broken crayons still color. Listen to me, single adult. Do not because broken crayons still color. Listen to me, seasoned saint that's weary. Do not ever because broken crayons still color. Let me tell you something. I feel the Holy Ghost. I won't keep wearying you with this but you know our father-in-law died a little over a month ago and grandma was you were broken but if you watch last Sunday's service tongues and interpretation came from a broken crayon God spoke to us through a broken crayon last Sunday go watch the service again if you like she lost her husband four weeks before and then she's going to open up herself in a pure vessel and speak the profound prophetic word of God. The answer is yes. But it's a broken crayon right now. But you know what? It still colors. It still believes. It still speaks in tongues. It still has tongues interpretation. I'm showing you a real live broken crayon that's among us this morning. Let me pray for us. I can take five of you up here. I'm sorry, we're still kind of in a COVID. But the first five that need an anointing, get up here on these little stickers. We'll bless you. We'll pray for you. It's not always going to be this way. We're coming out of the winter. We're going into the springtime in the Holy Ghost. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray a prophetic prayer of restoration upon every broken crayon. But God, that you would restore them like you did Job, double. Like you did the talents, three and ten and fold. Lord, but it would not end in brokenness. But God, as we get our encouragement through the word of God, 
that I might be broken, but I still color. I might be broken, but I'm still earmarked. I might be broken, but I'm still ministry. I might be broken, but I'm still valuable. I might be broken, but I still have some net worth. I might be broken, but I'm going to hear the voice of God. And I'm going to believe. And I'm going to color of the beautiful, majestic picture that God had me to. Ah. If you need a fresh anointing, I want you to lift your hands and lift your voice, go to heaven. They're just ushering us in. They're not performing. Come on, let's get our mind on Jesus for a minute. Come on. Broken crayons still color. Lord, I need this. I need help here. I'm deficient here. There's a void here. There's...
We want to thank you for joining us today and believe with you that God has spoken something into your life through the sermon and worship. If you have decided today, you know what, I need to give my life to God or recommit to Him, we would love to connect with you, pray with you, and be here with you on your journey in strengthening your relationship with Jesus Christ. Whether that be through a Bible study, baptism, or striving to receive the infilling of the Spirit, we want to connect with you to see the amazing things that God is doing and going to do in your life. Or if you have any questions, we want to welcome you to our online family. Go to visittruevine.com and click connect. If you're worshiping with us on YouTube, go ahead right now, click that subscribe button. Or on Facebook, like our page. Go ahead and comment down below and then click the share button. And if this ministry has blessed you, partner with us by giving to God's kingdom here at Truevine. You can give a one-time gift or a recurring donation. The giving options are coming up right after this, but we look forward to seeing you this coming Sunday. God bless.
so much. God bless. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Good morning to everyone, and God bless you for being in the house of the Lord today. God bless all three of us for being in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Again, I like to acknowledge those that are streaming online. We are glad that you are here. We are leveraging technology, as I like to call it, from the Worldwide Broadcasting Center in Old Town Temecula. You never know where this atmosphere will end up through technology. And so I'm glad that I could be here, but some can't be here. But wherever you are, in the building with me, thank you for being here streaming online or even maybe catching this as an archive in weeks and months to follow this actual live service. We thank you and we're praying that God will minister to you exactly where you are when you hear and receive this service. You're in the right place. This is a great day. It's the beginning of a week and the Lord hath made this day and I will rejoice and I will be glad. Can you put your hands together? Amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. The first Sunday of each month is what we call Spirit Sunday. You'll see people around the property with t-shirts on. You'll see my custom-made t-shirt. Come on, somebody. That a family blessed me. They didn't realize I said it that much, so they bought me a t-shirt. I really say it that much? Well, then come on, somebody. So you'll see all kinds of true line merchandise. Looks like they're running a special on Simply Worship t-shirts, 25% off. Amen. So again, I just want to say as a pastor, I'm glad you're here. And I got a great message for you. Why do I think it's so great? Because God gave it to me. And he told me to tell you something. And I'm excited to tell you what God said. And it's a good message. If you're able to stand with me this morning, could you stand? turning your attention to 2 Corinthians, Paul's writing, his second letter to the church in Corinth. Believers like you and I, after the day of Pentecost, they gathered together. They've been filled with the Spirit. And they are just congregating like you and I. We happen to be in Temecula. They were in Corinth. And Paul pins the words in 517 of 2 Corinthians. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Mm. That sounds good. That feels good. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Things have become new. Why? Because I am in Christ Jesus. I am in Christ Jesus. You are in Christ Jesus. I want to bring a special message to you this morning. I want to encourage you. I want to inspire you. I want to lift you from where you've been this week with this title, Broken Crayons, Still Color. Broken Crayons, Still Color. Father, once again, I stand before your wonderful people, God, online and in person. I pray an anointing, God, a fresh fire would come from heaven this Sunday morning and would touch a family, a marriage, a life, a mind, a soul, God. And whisper in the mind's ear, Lord, that you see and you care and you're elevating. Allow me to flow in the spirit, God, that I'd speak the words of heaven that would touch the people upon earth. Let us receive a rhema. Let us receive a spoken word today, God, for every situation, for every hearer, Lord, that it would be so. I pray this in the name of Jesus. And if you receive it and want that, could you shout amen? Amen, amen. amen. Again, put your hands together one more time. 
as you're seated in Jesus' name. Praise God, praise God. Broken crayons still color. Even in the desert, you can find blossoms. You can find flowers. You can find trees. And yes, even at times in the desert, you can even find shade. And there are times throughout the year that the desert can be breathtaking. It can be picturesque. But on the surface, surface, rather, I think when we hear the word desert, you may think of something that's hot and ugly and barren and desolate, sandy and dirty. But I'm preaching to you this morning about broken crayons. They still color regardless of how they look, regardless of the size or the makeup of what it is. Broken crayons still color. In the Hebrew scriptures, the word for winter is setav. And setav simply means the season of hiding or the times of darkness. The winter is a season of darkness, a season of barrenness, a season of death. But each year, the winter ends with the coming of the Hebrew month called Nisan. It's the spring. Thank God for the spring. Nisan is the month that ends the season of darkness, that breaks the death of winter and the fresh start of a brand new opportunity. Nisan is the month when the earth begins to bear its fruit and its flowers again will soon blossom. Warmer days lie ahead and the sun comes out. Next Sunday is daylight savings time and we begin to adjust our clocks As we move them forward, they spring forward, and the days become a little longer. We're coming out of a winter time. We're going into a spring, and I simply think it's just about time that we become happy again. We've been through some darkness, and we've been through some valleys, and we've been through a pandemic, and we've been through situations, but it's time to become happy again. Why? Because God said so, and the springtime is coming, and the temperature is warming, and the days are getting better. Mm, Come on, somebody. Let me preach to you this morning. Broken crayons still color. We've been through a a disappointment. We've been through some valleys, but we're coming out. Things are getting better. God is good. The church is still here. The power of the Holy Ghost is still relevant. Why? I think it's time to be happy again. Let's push back on sadness. Come on. You don't need to be moping anymore. Things are getting better. God said we're coming out, we're going into a time of a season of Nisan, a month of freshness, a season of goodness, a season of sunshiny days. Things are getting better, and thank God it's not just so in the weather, but it's so in the church. And it's so in our spirit. And it's so in our home. And it's so in our marriages. It's time, my friend, that somebody in the house or somebody that's watching me online, I just need to tell you, you need to get happy again. You need to realize what God wants to do and what God is doing. And God is not a God of sadness. He's a God of happiness. He's a God of joy. Nisan is the month of a new life. In fact, the word Nisan means beginning. Nisan is the month when the sacred Hebrew year begins anew. It's a brand new start. It's a fresh beginning. We are in March, March the 7th. We are approaching spring, and then following spring is the summer, 
And there are great months ahead of us in our calendar year. But I want to tell somebody here this morning that there are great months ahead of you in your walk with God and your relationship with the way that things are around you, that things will get better. We just got to hang in there. We have to have faith. We have to trust God. We have to believe God does all things well. And I'm here to tell somebody, yes, he does. Come on, someone shout back. Yes, he does. Scream it back again. Yes, he does. And those words are so powerful. When we unite our voices together as an orchestra, the power that God is great. Our voice isn't quite as strong, maybe isn't quite as energetic, isn't quite as potent when we're by ourselves. But even if it's our little voice saying, yes, he can. The value, my friend, when we come together. That's why I love to come together on a Sunday morning and get in the house of God with God's people. I can get into the worship and they can enter me into the Holy of Holies because they've come in here to worship in the Spirit of God. Whatever has happened to you this week, whatever has happened to you this month, whatever has happened to you during the pandemic, I'm here to tell you, I think it's time to be happy again. Why? Because God has everything in control and God does all things well. Someone shout amen. Broken crayons still color. Yes, they do. Nisan is the month to which he entered Jerusalem, the month to which he died on the cross and he rose from death. Why do you think it all happened in Nisan? Because Nisan, Nisan excuse me, is the time of new beginnings. So when the Messiah comes, it must be a new beginning. It must be Nisan, and Nisan is the season of a new life. Maybe a new direction for someone. Maybe a new ministry. Maybe a new commitment. Maybe a new dedication. Maybe something that you haven't thought about before, but God is speaking into your heart through a message this morning that maybe you have felt broken. And maybe during this pandemic, you have felt tattered and useless and weary and weak. I'm here to help somebody today with a pastor's voice to tell you that it's a brand new season that we're embarking on. We are walking into a springtime relationship with God. The flowers are coming out. The sun is getting brighter. The, sc- the sky is getting bluer. And the weather is becoming picturesque and perfect in the season to which we have been living. But we as a church are coming into a brand new season, a brand new relationship with God that maybe you've been weary, and I know you have, and a lot of things has happened, happened, and COVID has changed everything and blurred the lines on what used to be normal, and we don't even know what the new normal is, and it's been so long, I forgot what the old normal was. What did it used to be? How did it used to be? I don't know. You see, there's been a lot of water under the bridge. It's been a lot of hurt. Maybe in your relationship with God this past year, March 15th of this year, will be exactly one year the last time we had our normal service. As we go into this week, a year ago would have been the last normal week that we knew about. And then everything began to change. Everything began to shift. The lines become blurry. And it was for 11 weeks, I think, Pastor Mark, we did not meet in the church at all, and we streamed, and we did the best we could. 
And perhaps you did the best you could trying to stay engaged and trying to stay tethered to the worship and the preaching. And, and we tried to make the rules as we go. And tomorrow, or rather next week, will be exactly one year that this avalanche begin to tumble down the hill and crush and bury everybody. The way we go to work, the steady income, the commitment to the job, and the layoffs and the furloughs, and the church, and the shelter in place, and the self-quarantining, and all these brand new terms that they've invented during this COVID time, in this pandemic, and things have been a little bit different, but I want to preach to you this morning, and I want to remind you that we are a year into this, and God is still sustaining his church, and the people of God, we still love God, and we still trust God, and we still have faith in God, because greater is he that is in me in a pandemic, and he that is in me outside the world. Thank God I got a church I can go to. Thank God I got a community group I can lean into. Thank God I got brothers and sisters that pray on Friday for me. Thank God. Why? It's time to be happy again. I've got a lot to be thankful for. I'm still here. I'm still loving God. mm, Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Uh Uh-huh. Nissan ends the winter month. It ends our winter. The winter of our lives, the season of darkness the time of our hiding, the days of our living in the shadows, the season of our barrenness when our life can't bear the fruit it was meant to bear. We're moving into a brand new season, and life is really all about how you handle plan B. You see, before March 15th of last year, there was only plan A. We've read about persecution We know about the Roman Colosseum that we even visited in Rome, the slaughtering of Christians for sport, and the lions tearing people apart, persecution in the early church. We've heard about and we've read about persecution in third world countries, but we've had a great time in America. There has been nothing that has come between us and the American church until March of last year. Not somebody in particular, not a human body, but a pandemic a wave of fear that swept the nation and the world. And then we had to realize exactly how much do we love God? How great is God in our lives and how committed are we to God? And and this pandemic didn't really push anybody away. In other words, it might have exposed exactly how much you love God. It's all about the plan B. How am I going to handle that? Hey, I didn't expect this to happen. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't know I was going to go through this valley. I know nobody told me that this would happen before the pandemic lifted. And how am I going to handle the things that are coming at me at warp speed when I didn't expect this to even happen to begin with? How do I sustain myself? How do I still make sure that my faith isn't rocked in God? How do I make sure that I still believe in God like I did before the pandemic started? How do I reconcile all this? How do I get my arms around this? Where is God in all this? And maybe that has been strolling in your mind for the last 11 and a half months, and I can understand it. In fact, to some degree, I could probably validate it. Because we're living this in real time. It's only when you look back, Brother Jim, you realize how wise you are or how foolish you are. We realize if we've done the right thing when we look back, but when you're making decisions and you're trying to live and you're trying to move forward and you're trying not to go back, in real time, it's difficult, I understand. But I want to remind somebody here this morning that broken crayons, they still color. They're still valuable. 
We don't throw out the broken crayons. We scoop them up, and in some degree, maybe we can go, hey, I got two red ones now. I have double the crayons I started with after my little toddler broke them all. But they still color. They still color red. This one still colors green. How come it colors green? Because it was green to begin with. A little shorter, a little more stubbier. But it still colors the same trees green. But they're broken. No, 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 don't throw them out. Just put them in the box. Just put them back in the little Tupperware bowl and put the lid on it. We'll use them. Why? Because broken crayons, they still color. Maybe to some degree you're identifying with a crayon this morning. And you have felt maybe you've been broken. But I'm here to validate you by the voice of God that tell you you're still valuable and you're still a born-again believer and you're still needful to the kingdom and you're still needful to this church and you're still needful to your family. Yeah, you, maybe you feel broken and it's a feeling, but God's speaking power and restoration and healing back into your life this morning to tell you, yes, you still color, you're still valuable, you're still a prayer warrior, you're still a part of the church of the living God. Someone shout, yes. Come on, somebody get happy. How am I handling my plan B? I'm going to handle my plan B like my plan A. If God be for us, who can be against us? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I handle plan B the same way I handle plan A. I don't change who I am. I don't change God. I don't change my commitment. I don't change my attendance. I don't change my attitude. I go from plan A to plan B, and it's exactly the same thing when I look in the face of God. Because God knows the beginning from the ending, and if all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to His purpose. I'm going to qualify for that throughout a pandemic, and I'm definitely not going to disqualify myself and begin to look at things a little different. That's what the ungodly does. That's what the unfaithful does. That's what the unchurched does. That's what the Egyptians do. They look at things different. They can't fathom the way that we can see God and still say, you know what? Though He slay me, Yet will I serve him. God knows plan A and plan B. And if there's a plan C or X, Y, Z, trust me, honey, God already knows that. And if I get to plan W and X, I'm still going to serve God like I did with plan A. Nothing's changing in my life. Why? Because I'm trusting God. I'm staying put. I'm charting my course. And I believe that greater is he that is in me than any force outside this world or this church or my life can ever come against me. So what can I say? Hey, broken crayons still color. Oh, yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Messiah's coming is our Nissan, which ends the winter of our lives, and it usher in, ushers in a beautiful springtime. A new day. A fresh start. A clear vision. That is the power. It's the power of Nissan. And for those in church, it's always Nissan. It's always a springtime. It's always a beautiful day. It's always a great day. 
God is great, and we say he's greatly to be praised. We say that. We quote it. But ask yourself, how much have I leaned into that during almost a one year of a pandemic? God is great, and he's greatly to be praised. Well, did you feel like that in August? Did you feel like that in October? Did you feel like that in January? Well, maybe you felt a little broken, but I'm here to give you a word of encouragement in the Holy Ghost. Broken crayons still color. They color flowers. They color houses. They color grass. They color the beautiful sky what are you talking about i'm preaching to god's wonderful people this morning well there is there there will always must dwell in a season of new life and in the new beginnings a blossoming where the winter is always over and the springtime has just begun next sunday our clocks spring ahead one hour getting ready for the spring. The days will be longer. There will be more sunshine for a longer period of time. The seasons change and we step into those. I'm simply trying to tell somebody here that's watching online or sitting here in person that you're stepping into a springtime in your life. The season is changing. The sun is coming out. In fact, the sun is staying out longer than it's been out for the last four or five months. The days are expanding and God's saying, hey, let me bless you. Let me show you what I've been doing while you've been in darkness. Let me show you what I've been doing while the world has been in a pandemic. Let me show you what I've been thinking about in your life. Why? Because there's coming a brighter day. There's coming a sunnier day. God has already spoken into it. All I need to do is wake up and enjoy this beautiful month and enjoy this beautiful life and enjoy this, mm, this beautiful day. Come on, can I say it again and repeat myself? I think it's time to be happy again. I think it's time to be happy again. I think it's time to let our faith release and say, hey, God's got this. Woo! 2018 changed me, 2019 broke me, 2020 opened my eyes, and 2021, I'm coming back, baby. 2021, I'm getting back on it. I'm getting back in the game. I'm coming out of the bleachers. I'm getting on the playing field. I'm scoring some points. I'm getting in the end zone. What are you talking about? I'm getting my ministry back. I'm getting my commitment back. I'm getting my second win back. It's 2020. I'm coming out, and I'm going to show the world. I'm going to show my family. This pandemic did not weaken me, but yay, it made me stronger, and my faith is bigger, and my trust in God is deeper than it was in the preceding years. Oh, someone shout, I'm coming back. Woo! I'm coming back. Because God's never left. I'm not only coming back to the point that I was at in 2020, I'm taking a few steps ahead deep into 2021. I'm trusting God that 2021 is going to be better than 2019. We know anything's better than 2020. I don't need to preach that. If you just wake up tomorrow morning, it's better than 2020. Woo, I woke up. Hallelujah. It's a great year. Much better, my friend. But I'm coming back. And anything that you have let down and left alone and walked away from, you need to get back to that point and move beyond that. 
Don't just get back to that point because if you do that, you're just getting back to 2019. And I go, hey, my friend, we're living in 2021. You're still two years behind us if you just try to get back to the point where you were in 2019. You're still two years behind. No, no, you can't just say, I'm getting back to my 2019. No, I'm coming back with a vengeance. I'm coming back with faith. I'm coming back with an attitude. I'm coming back with energy. I'm coming back with strength. Why? Because I realize how great God is and how big God is. And when I look back over 2020, that opened to my eyes about a few things. I realized how much I love God. I realized how much I was committed. I realized, mm, come on. Someone put your hands together and say, come on, preach. Hallelujah. 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 Broken crayons still color. You are still valuable. This church still needs you. The kingdom of God still needs you. Why? You are valuable, but I feel broken, but you still color. I'm not naive. I've lived long enough to know that 2020 was a rough year. My head is not in the sand. I'm not living on another planet. I'm living in a real world with you. I know 2020 was horrible. And I know there have been challenges. And some of the internal battles, maybe you've lost a few of the fights. But you still color. Maybe you're not as tall as you used to be. But when that crayon breaks, it's much shorter there's less of it, but you're still here. No matter how much you whittle down a red crayon, it still colors red. No matter how much you chop down and chew up a green crayon, at the end of the day, it still colors green. Why? Because it's green. doesn't matter. And the mission for us is to break out of the winter and out of every darkness, and bear the fruit our life was meant to bear. So I simply say this. Chin up. Breathe deep. You got this. Come on, chin up. Breathe deep. You got this. Why? Because break broken crayons still color. Broken crayons. Disheartened. Setbacks. Our family, I'm glad to have my brother-in-law with us this morning, but you know what? Death. Death will break you down. But you know what? I still preach this morning. Maybe as a broken crayon, but I can still color I can still do what God's called me to do, and yes, you can too. If you're able to stand with me this morning, could you stand? Come on, chin up. Deep breath. You got this. Don't quit because broken crayons still color. Don't stop believing because broken crayons still color. Don't give up because broken crayons still color. Don't listen to the enemy because broken crayons still color. 
Don't lose focus because broken crayons still color. I want you to think about something for a moment as I come to a conclusion. I've left this one open for you so you could personalize it. What are you telling yourself? Don't what? And my comeback is because broken crayons still color. What word fits your scenario? What word fits your household? What word fits your marriage? What word fits your future? I'm going to allow you to customize and personalize the conclusion of my message today. Don't, because broken crayons still color. What's your phrase? What's your word? What have you battled this last year that you thought you were broken or the situation was broken? And on the surface, when something's broken, I think we just throw it out. Ah, it's cheaper just to buy a new one. And maybe the enemy's been whispering that in your ear. I'll just start over. Just try something different. Just go to another church. In fact, don't even go to church at all. It doesn't even really work. How many among us have that's been echoing in their spirit through the enemy? We wouldn't confess that. But I'm here to tell you, maybe don't listen to the enemy because broken crayons still color. Don't entertain the thoughts from the enemy because broken crayons still color. I need you to find that word, that sentence, that phrase, and I need you in your spirit to plug it in there. And let that be the voice of encouragement to you this week. Come on, Tom. Don't be discouraged. Broken crayons don't color. Come on. Don't get a bad attitude about things because broken crayons still color. Come on. I'm still here, Tom. Don't because broken crayons. What do you got to tell yourself? You see, the Bible said in the Old Testament that David encouraged himself in the Lord. In some form or fashion, he added his own little broken crayon speech. You, you know where that came from? In the Ziklag, in 2 Samuel. David comes back with the mighty men to the camp, and the wives and the ladies and the children are gone. And David's mighty men that said, you know what? David said, oh, I wish I had a drink from the well of Bethlehem. Oh, I wish I had a rolled tacos. Oh, I love rolled tacos. And it's as if I'm done preaching and I step over here and someone says, roll tacos, sir? That's the commitment they had for David. He, they, they went past the enemy lines. They, under the barbed wire fence, past the guard shack, army man style crawling, got him the water. He, they bring it to David. These are the guys that would do risk their life. And now they turned on David because their homes and their children and their wives were gone. Oh, David, you heard from God, did you? Uh-huh. 
and they circle David. And it's at that very time, that's where David encouraged himself in the Lord. Oh God, what have I done? God, have mercy on me. These were mighty men, God. I'm gonna die like this, this is how it ends. And somewhere in David's mind, his little broken crayon speech kicked in. David, I'm thinking David might have said, Tony, hey, God, I killed a bear. I killed a lion. I killed a Goliath. Am I still valuable? This is how it ends, God? This is how it ends? Wait a minute, David. David, David, hang on. God, you forgave me with my sin with Bathsheba. And now it ends like this? No, surely my life's not over. I've been earmarked for greatness. I've been set aside for ministry. I'm King David. I'm going to do something for the kingdom. And his little broken crayon speech began to kick in. And he told himself some things. That's the backstory, the narrative of when David encouraged himself in the Lord. That's what it was going on and that's what was happening. How many among us, how many of us that are watching online say, you know what, I need a little broken crayon story because I felt that same way. Huh. Don't. Because broken crayons still color. Listen to me, mom and dad. Do not. Because broken crayons still color. Listen to me, single adult. Do not. Because broken crayons still color. Listen to me, seasoned saint that's weary. Do not ever. Because broken crayons still color. Let me tell you something. I feel the Holy Ghost. I won't keep wearying you with this, but you know our father-in-law died a little over a month ago. And Grandma, was you were broken. But if you watched last Sunday's service, tongues and interpretation came from a broken crayon. God spoke to us through a broken crayon last Sunday. Go watch the service again if you like. She lost her husband four weeks before. And then she's going to open up herself in a pure vessel and speak the profound prophetic word of God. The answer is yes. But it's a broken crayon right now. But you know what? It still colors. It still believes. It still speaks in tongues. It still has tongues interpretation. I'm showing you a real live broken crayon that's among us this morning. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.